Welcome to the Managers Believe the Hype podcast. You're listening to the Butterfly Season, inclusive to all females, providing inspiration to all rising creatives in the music industry across different areas of the field. Hi everyone, welcome to a brand new season of Believe the Hype. My name is Claudia and I'm going to be a new host. I'm calling this new chapter the Butterfly Season because we're all like butterflies going through life changes one step at a time. They are a strong representation of life that represents both hope and growth, among other things. It can be personal to us all in different ways, but to me, it's about elevating your true potential, finding the joy in what you do, and being an inspiration to other women, and not only. If you're unfamiliar with The Manager, we're a student society at the University of West London. We're a music-focused multimedia and events platform that aims to promote our local UWL talent, as well as UK's DIY talent. It's the time of the year when our committee members change for the new full autumn term and I'm the new head of digital marketing and social media. Ethan, Eric and Harrison, our previous producer, presenter and audio engineer respectively have now graduated and are on to their next journeys. Believe the hype. Today's episode will cover pandemic difficulties we've been facing in this hard time, the things we have been up to during these last few weeks, but also the lovely introduction to Nafi Ma, who is a Ghanaian Italian gospel singer, songwriter, producer. Let's learn more about her story. Nafi Ma, how are you doing today? I am wonderful. And yourself? Not bad. It's all good. Yes. Um, what, you, what have you been up to during this lockdown? Oh, well, I've been making more music. I've been working part time. Just, yeah, making the most out of time, studying. Yeah. So just using your time wisely, I guess, right? Yes, you have to. So, okay, let's start from the beginning. So where did your interest in music start? You know, that's a very tricky question and people ask all the time and it's hard to say, oh, yes, I started here because ever since I've known myself to be me, you know, ever since I was born, I was born, mm-hmm. I've always known myself to love music, to always sing. So I can't pinpoint to a certain time that, oh, yes, I started loving music at this point. I've always loved music. Music has always been a part of my life. It's been it's been me, basically. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, there's no time. So it's in your Just, blood. <laughs> yes, that's the word. <laughs> uh, how many instruments do you play? So, um, if we're counting up, like my voice, that's one. Then of I play course. the guitar, that's two. Um, then I play the keyboard. Um, but I wouldn't be like a Mozart, so I think I just can play to produce my stuff and know the basic stuff. So, yeah. That's a ballad. So you know a bit of everything, essentially. Yes, yes. Gotta know it. (laughs) Gotta know it to make it all. Yes. (laughs) As I said before, you're a gospel artist, but you definitely incorporate other genres like urban and Afrobeat scene into your music. Yeah. What has made you want to hybrid all these genres into the original sound that you have? Cool. So to be honest, I don't see gospel music as a genre I I, I don't see gospel as mm-hmm. a genre I see gospel gospel means good news so for me I think mm-hmm. you know gospel can be incorporated in Afrobeat it can be in reggae pop any style because it is just a message what counts is now how you want to you know relate the message so for me as I said, I've always loved music and growing up, I've listened to Lauren Hill. Mm-hmm. I've listened to CC Winers. So I've had a mix of different kinds of music and genres, which is, which have formed me as a musician. So when I, when I want to pass my message on what I believe, mm-hmm. what I love, my inspirations, I pass it through 
how I feel. And if I feel like today, I'm, I feel like I want to dance. Like, yeah, let's, let's do the Afrobeat. <laughs> it comes through Afrobeat. If I feel like, oh, let's go acoustic. I want this subtle. Then, you know, acoustic it is. Or let's go urban or let's do pop. So, yeah, I, I don't see a limit to genres when it comes to gospel because gospel is just a message. Yeah. That's quite interesting. Yes. That's really interesting. No one's ever put gospel music for me that way that you have. Yes, you know, it's such a different outlook. That's something that I personally, one of the things I want to change in the industry because you have that stereotype sometimes, and people, you know, they hear you and you say, "Oh, I'm a, I'm a gospel musician," and they're like, "Oh, okay," and mm-hmm. sometimes straight away they think, "Oh, happy day," <laughs> you know, or they think <laughs> it's choir singing and you know people wearing robes and singing like th- those old hymns, but no, or they expect, "Oh, is this gospel?" You know, for example, I've met people and I play a rap song to them and it's a gospel rap song, and they're like what it's it's gospel or why is this christian trying to rap and i'm like bro (laughs) this is music you know you can't expect because i can't say oh why is this person talking about politics with music you can it's music music is to express yourself so whatever message you want to express through your music you should be free to do that and i don't see any limitation with gospel and that's what i'm trying to push that you can express yourself your love for god your beliefs through music without having any limitations in terms of genre I can I can honestly I definitely understand that like I've yeah. been discovering gospel music myself like recently and I'm like you know what it's not <laughs> the typical thing that people always associate it with yeah or even like for me I'd look like if I say I listen to gospel music a lot of people uh like in my experience have said like, oh yeah that's just black music it's not it's like whatever way you want to express God and yes. I feel like for someone who loves music, I feel like expressing God in that kind of way just makes it more enjoyable than the stereotypical like Catholic church yeah. setting. Trust me. And even in this day and age, it is way more exciting because there's so many amazing people, like really good talents, talents that even some people that, you know, doing secular music or other other types of music don't even match up to. And that's not me bragging that you have mm-hmm. amazing people doing stuff and you're like, whoa, all right, this is gospel. You know, people like called up music, you know, you, can, yeah. you, should, you should check him out. I love his music. Marizu, you know, Becca Folks, so many people that are doing like urban stuff, stuff for young people, like people can vibe mm-hmm. to and have a good time. You know, it's all about enjoying the music and expressing yourself really yeah would you say that uh the kind of gospel scene you're trying to enter is trying to reach younger like younger generations or are you don't you have a limit of what kind of people you're trying to reach well to be honest there is no limit I don't like to put limitations to myself but definitely mm-hmm. I would say my demographic or you know where I'm focused on right now is young people because like I said earlier especially with young people I, I, for myself, you know, is an example. I just, I used to think gospel was boring. So I got to where I was. So instead of listening to gospel music because of the kind of music that I used to hear or, you know, Mm -hmm. produce, I would listen to songs that are not gospel because I just wanted to listen to good music. But if there's someone like me and other artists creating content that, you know, edifies you, that makes you feel good, that inspires you, that, you know, makes you love God more, but you can still enjoy Mm -hmm. the music, then you have no reason to go out. And that's what I'm creating, stuff for young people especially, that they can vibe to, they can relate to, and still have a good time without feeling bored. Like, oh, this this music makes me want to kind of sleep, to be honest. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, so that's that's what I'm going for. I feel you on that 100%. Mm. <laughs> 
you were born in Ghana and you grew up in Italy. Yes. These two countries have a very different musical backgrounds. Uh, has living in these countries been an influence in any way to create your music? Definitely, definitely. And that's one thing I'm grateful for, you know, the fact that I've been exposed to different mm-hmm. cultures, different people, different way of different ways of life. So it, it's just mm-hmm. interesting because, you know, Ghana, you have that Afrobeat feel you have to. And then mm-hmm. in Italy, like, you know, you have pop and, you know, <laughs> yeah. all that kind of stuff, just different genres. So I think it has played a huge part in how I hear music and how I interpret music. But it is fun. And I think it gives me an edge because some people kind of think in a box because of how they're raised or the amount of exposure they have. Mm -hmm. But I don't have that limitation because I've been around the world, girl. (laughs) (laughs) You've been everywhere. (laughs) Um, You're a singer, songwriter and producer. Do you find that this provides you with an advantage with your career since you can control and understand all aspects of what you create? Definitely. One of the things I disliked or sometimes I still dislike because you still have to work with people is having to depend on people, especially as creatives. When Mm -hmm. you have to work with other people, uh, sometimes people don't take what you take important as important. So they kind of delay your stuff. Mm -hmm. For example, you need someone to mix for you and you're like, oh, I need it in two weeks. And they just keep giving you stories. It can be frustrating for you. And I didn't want to find myself in that position also because I'm quite passionate about this you know because I've if I'm not making music I'm listening to music and I think Mm -hmm. there's something about listening to music it kind of just pushes you to create so because of that Mm -hmm. I learned how to you know produce I'm not yet where I want to be but I keep getting better and growing in terms of production but yes I'm glad I, I can write my music myself so I don't have to you know ask people to help me write which doesn't mean I'm not open for, for, you know, collaborations and stuff because I love mm-hmm. to vibe other musicians. But the fact that I'm able to sit down, create my own music, produce if I have to, is definitely an advantage. It means that you don't have to rely or depend on people as much as you would if, mm-hmm. for example, all you could do is sing and then you need somebody to like write songs for you or you need someone to produce. It's just going to be a long line of waiting. And trust me, I've been there. It's frustrating. <laughs> really frustrating yes that's really good you get to have a balance of everything and it gives you an understanding of every like every bit of your creativity rather than just being stuck to one thing so you can express your ideas over the whole thing true yeah definitely does so out of all those three so singer songwriter producer which do you enjoy the most definitely singing i could do that in my sleep but then songwriting <laughs> too is fun, you know, but singing is, yes, like washing dishes, cleaning, it's just always singing, man. Everyone around me gets tired at this point. Like every day <laughs> I could literally, you know, sing anything, just say one word and mm-hmm. I'll find a song that has to do with the word. It's like, gosh, these singers, yeah. <laughs> but definitely singing. That's me, other than I can't sing. So <laughs> everyone complains I can't sing. That's still me. I sing all the time. Exactly. You no, know what? Don't limit yourself. Don't sing. You have the voice. It's your voice. Use it. <laughs> uh, how have you found the music scene in London to be like, perhaps in comparison to Italy? Well, I because I wasn't like a musician back in Italy. I wasn't in the scene. I was more of a listener. I can't really mm-hmm. like you know compare them. But back in Italy. 
I would say like pop was huge, you know, we had the big artists, but it's like every country you have up and coming artists. And I feel, especially in this day and age, almost everybody and anyone is making music. Um, but I'll say here in UK, because obviously I'm an up and coming artist, I'm getting into the mm-hmm. scene. I'll say that, um, you know, it's it's different and it's, it's a good thing because they're quite receptive to the kind of, in the, obviously I'm talking about in the, gospel scene because I do gospel music obviously mm-hmm. my audience is the gospel scene um in this day and age people are more recept- receptive to the kind of music that I do so yeah it it is encouraging mm-hmm. definitely not where I want to be but yeah it's 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 you know stage by stage line by line yeah everything's a work in progress definitely are you a completely DIY artist how do you find it oh, I love for it. example like struggles or I don't know does it do you feel like it makes you a better artist? I love it. And sometimes I don't. <laughs> In terms of, I wouldn't mind managers. If you're a manager and you're listening right now, you're like, oh, I want to manage this girl. Holler at me. Hook me up. But okay. <laughs> okay, that's me messing about, but I'm serious still. But um, doing, doing stuff yourself, as I said, it gives you the liberty to, you know, release whatever music you want to. You know, you can release it mm-hmm. at whatever time you want to. And it just gives you that freedom of being able to express yourself how you want it. But at the same time, and it's a journey of learning because you learn so much by doing, you know, uh, there's mm-hmm. so much you learn by just putting it into practice. And it doesn't mean that the first time it would be, you know, a great start. You know, Thomas Edison said that I haven't failed five times, but I've just um, 5,000 times. I only learned how to not do it, you know, those 5,000 ways. Mm-hmm. So, yes, you just learn by trying. Okay, try this. Okay, this is not really my thing. And then you're like, okay, let me try mm-hmm. this. Let me try this. So from doing that, you learn so much and gain so much experience, which you could use in the future. And, you know, I, I could probably be in the future. I could be like, oh, I want a mentor other artists or I want to teach them and I'll be able to do this not just by you know reading books but because I have been mm-hmm. there done that and I did it myself so definitely it, it it's always going to work out for my good I think it's a great advantage mm-hmm. but during the process sometimes it's not fun because you have a whole lot of things to do but you're like I'm still one person <laughs> you know? yeah but you make it work. So yes, that's all that matters. You just have to, you know, when you're passionate about something, give it your all. You just have to, even when you don't want to, you find yourself doing it because that's passion speaking. So, yeah. <laughs> I feel you. Uh, who's your dream artist to collaborate with on a track? Ooh, Travis Green. I love Travis Green. He is an American gospel artist. He's amazing. But then I love Lauryn Hill. Like, that's so hard. Okay, let, I'll just choose two, even though I know you gave me one option. <laughs> Travis Green. <laughs> you can take two. Travis Green, Lauryn no. Hill, Dusty. Yeah. No one's limiting you to have one, like, person you would work I could go on so and on. Trust me, to... we would have finished. <laughs> <laughs> Don't put yourself in that position. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> You definitely have a catalogue of music videos from your past singles. Which one was your favourite to shoot? Or does it have any significant meaning to you? Uh, That is quite interesting um, because everyone has a special story. I would say there's this cover I filmed and I I absolutely loved that because I literally filmed it myself and edited it. 
So you can check it mm-hmm. on YouTube. It's uh, Chosen Medley. It's not actually my song, but I like remixed different songs and put it together. But the fact that, and I kind of had to go on the train station and um, like feel myself smiling to the camera and singing uh-huh. the song, which obviously is out of my comfort zone. So I felt a bit weird, of but course. then I had to think about like the end result. Okay, this video is supposed to bring joy to people. So I can't now film mm-hmm. and feel some type of way. And it actually turned out well because random people like came in the video and just really made it so nice. So yeah, that was an uh, experience of a lifetime. You should watch it. It was funny some bits. <laughs> I had to like literally <laughs> speak to myself like, listen, you just have to do this. It's weird, but it's going to turn out well. So just smile and let people look at you weird. It's all right. It's all right. Think about the end result. So that <laughs> that was interesting. And I'll say um, good to me too. It was very, very nice. I was going to say... That one was my favorite one. Oh, thank you. I like the whole vibe. Yeah, okay. I was going to say that was my favorite one so far. Yeah. Like, it had a whole vibe to it. I was like, girl, and I saw some little some little Afro moves. I don't know the names of them, but I was like, yeah, yeah. girl. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I just, yeah, literally, I had so much fun doing that. Now it's like a proper, proper music video, everything. Yeah, it was really fun. I, I just can't even explain, but it was a really fun experience. Good vibes, good people. So it was definitely, in, you know, great. It was a great time. More to come in the future, eh? Yes, more this year. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you released After the Raid earlier this month, which is your first release this year yeah uh the instrumentation features a guitar throughout the track which is reminiscent of your track dawn uh what was the songwriting and production process of that track like so that's very interesting i think it's one of the fastest songs i've ever written and produced and like done everything to Mm -hmm. so i have a friend in netherlands he's an amazing guitarist and so sometimes we facetime and he teaches me some stuff on the guitar and so we were having Ooh. our lessons and then he was playing, he started playing something. I'm like, yo, record that and send it to me now. <laughs> like this sounds so good. <laughs> and then he sent it to me and I literally, as I was listening to it, I just said, after the rain comes, the sun will shine, everything will be all right. And then literally I had to like go and Snapchat because... I didn't have my audio interface so I, and I was thinking mm-hmm. getting on the computer is long so I just went to Snapchat because that was the only way I could have the song playing and at the same time hear my voice after so like I just went there wow. recorded the chorus and then got on my computer after sang the chorus and next thing so I was singing the chorus I just got the verse and bam like <laughs> it was done and I just edited it myself tried to mix it you know make it work and that's how the song came about Wow. I'm like, wow. What does inspo, you know? Oh, like being innovative. Yeah, and I think it was so perfect for the time. That's why I didn't delay with it as well, because I, I'm not really the kind of person to like write a song based on seasons because I love ev- mm-hmm. I, I love to create evergreen music that you can listen to anytime, not a song that is made just for like Christmas or I don't mind doing that, mm-hmm. but I just rather go evergreen. So it wasn't something that was planned. But as a Christian, I'll say mm-hmm. it was by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, you know, and literally all the words just came so easily. Like, you know, trials and tribulations may come, but you've already won. So, you know what? Cheer up, chin up and just live life because, you know, life is for living. <laughs> so enjoy it. Oh, my God. Preach, sister. <laughs> I'm going to say that. <laughs> True. The bare facts, facts, facts. <laughs> Do you have any plans for an EP? 
Yes, 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 and yes. Um, actually, it was meant to be released in April, but because of this lockdown situation and stuff, I it kind of delayed some plans because I had some collabs with some people that can't happen until you know we have access to studios again. So that kind of delayed the EP, but definitely an EP is coming. With um, yes, and it will be out hopefully by May, end of May. That's very soon. So I'll yes. be on the lookout for that because I'm really enjoying your music. Oh, you know what? I just go subscribe, you know, YouTube, Spotify, <laughs> iTunes. Sorry, I, like, I play about a lot. So. <laughs> Everything. Yeah. I'm really enjoying it. You, you remind me of like an Afrobeats version of like um, Tasha Cobbs. Oh, okay. But like, uh, like, a, like, a del- like a delicate version. Like she's mm. my favorite gospel singer. And Isn't I'm it? like, oh, yeah, it's like the same happiness. You give me the same happiness. Oh, that's nice. That way. Thank you. <laughs> What's the next career goal that you want to accomplish? Hmm. That's interesting. To be honest, like, all I care about is just, you know, blessing people with the music I make. And I don't care if it's two people or 10,000 people. Obviously, the goal is to reach the world with music, but um, it's Mm -hmm. all about just, you know, changing lives, you know, having people listen to your music and feel better because they listen to your music or just feel inspired, feel loved. And that's that's my goal. You know, that's what I have in mind anytime I make music, just to be a blessing to people. So, yeah, the goal is to reach out to people in the Spread some love. (laughs) Yes. Yes, definitely. All right, so uh, thank you so much for all the questions. Uh, let's have a listen to the new single. Here we go. Oh, no, no, oh, yeah. Trials and tribulations may come. You already won with the challenges. Have some fun. Trials and tribulations may come You already won with your challenges Have some fun mm-hmm. Sorrow may last for the night But joy comes in the morning You gotta stay strong and fight Fight your warrior After the rain comes The sun will shine Everything will be alright After the rain comes, the sun will shine, everything will be alright. So wipe your eyes, dry your tears, perfect love cast all fears. So wipe your eyes, dry your tears, because perfect love cast all fears. To the new start To better days Raise your glass high For better days Cheers to the new start To better days Raise your glass high For better days Cheers to the new start To better days Raise your glass high To better days Cause after the rain comes The sun will shine 
everything will be alright. After the rain comes, the sun will shine. Everything will be alright. So wipe your eyes, dry your tears. Yeah, perfect love cast off it. Wipe your eyes, dry your tears. Perfect love cast off it. Wipe your eyes, dry your tears. Flutter through music. So we're going to play a little game, a quick game of this and that, just to finish up. Okay. <laughs> and we'll see what kind of responses you get. I put some cheeky ones in there. So oh my God. Let's see what you say. All right. Cats or dogs? Dogs. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Call or text? Call. Ninjas or pirates? Pirates. TV shows or movies? TV shows and movies. I got to choose one. <laughs> You're trying to cheat. Yeah. Uh, theme park or water park? Theme park. City or the countryside? Countryside. While walking, do you listen to music or do you listen to a podcast? Music. Big parties or small gatherings? Can I say both? <laughs> small. Let's, let's go for small <laughs> gatherings. Ghana or Italy? Oh, come on, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Get that's, cheeky, that's cheeky. That's cheeky. Ghana. <laughs> yeah, repping. <laughs> that was a hard one, though. All right. I'm not going to lie still. What? I was like, let me just add that to the very end. Cheeky. Thank you for listening to Believe the Hype and our new Butterfly Season chapter. Follow Nafi Ma on her socials at Nafi Ma and don't forget to keep up with us on our website at themanagermag.com or our social media channels at themanagermag. Don't forget to flutter high and let's keep evolving. I'll see you next month.